Hello, everybody. Dr. Lonnie Stewart here from the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. Are you a physical therapy student about to start studying for the National Physical Therapy Examination? Or maybe you're a professor, a program director, or a clinical instructor who teaches DPT students preparing for the NPTE? Either way, we would recommend checking out our sponsor, NPTE Final Frontier, and the community they've built around preparing for and succeeding on the NPTE. That exam and the preparation that goes along with it can be long, tedious, difficult, and stress-inducing, but it doesn't have to be. NPTE Final Frontier has the tactics and resources to help address all of the usual barriers. They even have scholarships to help with NPTE study courses, FSBPT registration fees, and even research opportunities. And if that's not enough, they're even donating to the very first annual HET Podcast Scholarship to be awarded at the end of every year. Go to NPTEFF.com for all of the details and use code HET for 10% off all purchases. Links to both the NPTE Final Frontier and their scholarship options are available in the show notes. And now, let's get ready to learn. Hello, everybody. Dr. F. Scott Field here with another Teach Me Something Tuesday episode. This is part three in a four-part series on preparation, and this is preparation during each class session. You want to make sure that you're prepared to arrive early, start on time, and end on time. The Vince Lombardi School of uh, Time Management, he always said, if you're on time, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. And I teach that to my students because it's a professionalism thing and showing up early is something you can control. You know, knowing how to navigate and leave early enough, even with traffic or accidents or anything that may occur, you want to make sure that you still have enough time to get there ahead of time. So. It shows respect for everyone's time, and that encourages your students to do the same, right? Living by example. So I try to get to the classroom a little early, uh, not only to set up for class, but to talk to students informally, ask how their day's going, what they've learned on the day, what the plans are for the weekend, stuff like that. Interact with students during your class, right? Include opportunities for active learning. This is super important because it demonstrates from the first class that you're interested in what students are thinking, right? Include plenty of opportunities for students to ask and answer questions. Uh, you know, lectures, great and all, um, but it, it provides fewer opportunities for those interactions and for the discussion. Uh, and you find that students tend to learn and retain more material if you pause every 15 to 20 minutes or so and, at, and brief those things down into small digestible clips and then ask questions about those and go back and kind of review what their theories are, you know, what the problem solution was, any debated points in that topic, and then show a passion for the subject and for your students learning. You know, one of the most effective ways to inspire your students is to learn the content and to really show them that you're excited about it, right? And, and you're excited about their learning. And I think, you know, luckily for me, the content I teach is stuff that I've been passionate about for many years. So I, I know it fairly well, just from life experience, but I also lived it enough to, to really know that I enjoy what I do and I enjoy what I teach. Then when responding to your students, both questions and comments, use both verbal and nonverbal cues to show them that you're listening engaged, right? Don't use this time to look down at your notes and remind yourself of the next topic. Really be present and listen because students can perceive these actions and indications that you're not really listening to what they're saying. Be flexible. Be prepared to have good days and bad days in the classroom, right? If you're not getting good results teaching in a particular way, change it up. Try something new, right? If students in your discussion or lecture section are extremely quiet, break them up into smaller groups. Solve a problem or an answer to a, you know, a, a tough question. 
change things up a little bit, vary it, or, you know, try to break the, the monotony of things sometimes. Your students appear bored, include more opportunities for active learning, right? Pause in the middle of class to have students ask questions, provide examples, solve problems. Don't assume that students look bored because they know the material and then decide to speed up your pace. That That's probably not the case, right? It may be instead that they're just having trouble understanding what you're presenting to them. You know, it may also be that they're sleep deprived. I mean, graduate students struggle with sleep. There's a lot of assignments, a lot of work to be done. Some of them are working full time. It is tough. Be ready to, to change things up a little bit. If you don't know the answer to the question, that's okay. You are not expected to know everything. Be honest, right? Just tell the students, hey, not sure about that. Let me get back to you. I will find an answer. And when I do, I will present it to the whole class so that we can all learn from this. There's a lot of times where I don't know the answer, but I know who to go to to ask the question to get the answer. And that's one of the key things of, of having a, a good network. We talk about that time and time again. When you're asking questions, don't be afraid of silence. Often silence means that students are thinking. Don't give in to the temptation to end the silence by answering their, your own question. You're only going to convince students that if they wait long enough, then they don't have to think because you're going to give them the answer. So wait five to 10 seconds, wait 15 to 20 seconds, Still wait all day if you have to. But if you're getting blank stares and quizzical expressions, then, you know, try rephrasing the question, try coming at it from a different point of view. So I hope that helped with preparation during the class. Well. I hope that episode was entertaining as much as it was informational and educational. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our past episodes, we ask you to please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. And please share out the episodes to those who you feel may be able to benefit from them. We also urge you to follow us on all social media platforms at HET Podcast and let us know what topics or experts you would like to hear from in future episodes. And just as a reminder, none of the information on today's show should be considered medical advice. It's simply infotainment or edutainment to help educate our audience. For medical advice, we always advise you to reach out to your preferred medical professionals, and we'll see you on the next show.